spoiler alert. Oh, this is the only fucking podcast about the Sopranos. So what, no fucking ZD now? This week on No Fucking ZD, we're using a bow and arrow exclusively. We're talking Bobby's dad as the Terminator, building that wall, and the free parking rule. Young and tall and tan and lovely, it's an all-new episode of No Fucking ZD. Kids with guns, kids with guns, taking over. I won't be long They mesmerize Skeletons Kiss with girls Kiss with girls So Wow Last week on the show We had Steve Shrip on <laughs> Just seven full days ago Feels like a lot longer than seven days But yeah. that's all it's been It was one week Yeah uh, and we kind of talked about this episode with him. And that was fun. <laughs> we did. It, it, seven, seven days, like, it's amazing how, like, it can feel like a really long time yeah. sometimes. Yeah. It yeah. feels like roughly, like, seven months, but really yeah. it was just seven days. Yeah. Um, and uh, still, I kind of forget how to do this, even though it's only been one week. <laughs> yeah. It's like we were in a Twilight Zone episode where right. time just, like, kind of changed around and took a long time. Yeah. Or it's like our audience was in a... T- Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, for us, like no, a normal amount of time has gone by. Yeah, but it, it felt different. But basically, just a normal amount of time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. we got all these tweets somehow about how we haven't been around for a while, and uh, mm-hmm. not sure what you guys are talking about. But <laughs> it's good to be back. Yeah. Um. This is NFZ. We are still Evan and Brendan, and we're still the original. Yep. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, we're still the only Sopranos podcast. As far as I can, I'm concerned, yeah. Well, it's like Heinz is the only ketchup, you know? There, right. are, there are other <laughs> exactly, ones. Exactly, yeah. And there are other ones that may outsell us, you right. know? We got we kind of have a Sir Kensington's thing <laughs> happening with this other podcast that's going on right, right now. Right, but right. you know what? We're going to stick to our original recipe <laughs> and, and just ride this thing till the wheels fall yeah, off. They might have other sponsors from uh, or other celebrity, uh, you know, sponsorship and stuff like that, yeah. but uh, we are still the original recipe, that's, that's for sure. Well, we just didn't have enough notice. I mean, <laughs> Seven days isn't enough time to have all of these people on the podcast. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Like, <laughs> we had to come back and do this. Um, but David Chase, uh, again, we're sorry we we had to reschedule a bunch of times. But if you still yeah. want to be on the show, just let us know. Um, yeah, you know, we're just busy guys. What can we say? Well, yeah, we were on some island with Lauren Michaels, like mm-hmm. just chilling. I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. The, which is what he does. But yeah, Lauren Michaels is always chilling. He's always, <laughs> always with us. Yeah. Yep. Well, Lauren, we can't hang out this weekend. <laughs> I'm really sorry. It's like, don't you have something to do, Lauren yeah. Michaels? It's Saturday night. I there's think sh- something's going on tonight sh- for you. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, well, so we yeah, so we're back. Uh, we're back for, for the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just be honest. We hate this. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> we yes. can't stand this. Yeah. We do it for free, uh, but uh, you couldn't pay us to do it, even it, if even if we wanted it, it, to. There's actually a there's actually a net loss here mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in dignity. Yep. Social life. Time. Money. Yep. Yep. And yeah. uh, we both got married in the last time yep. since to since uh, we we interviewed Steve actually last week. Last yep. week. Yep. We both got married last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week technically. Right. Uh, we're recording this on a Friday. Steve ordained uh, both marriages. You know, I really thought about asking him. Yeah. I was I just like, I mean, mine was like across the country, but yours was pretty close. Yeah. I mean, we probably could have got him, but uh, I would have done a, a Steve Sharip, a shotgun wedding. <laughs> like he just, we'd stomp on a, a jar of sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, amazing. But uh, yeah. So we've learned like, you know, our wives 
don't want us doing this pod, which is why we're both playing hooky from work today and right. doing it while they're at work. Right. In a bunker underground where they can't find us. It's 2019. The women can be the breadwinners. You That's know? true. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, I've had off all week with a little bit of a cold, so you can complain on iTunes about my vocal fry if you want. Uh, Sick. Because they love to do that. No amount of software no. can, can <laughs> fix this. We, we tried a vocal fry filter, but it's still there, apparently. Yeah. Um, too, 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 too many tacos, too much traveling. We're, we're using the uh, the like lose your holiday weight filter with Evan right now. That's, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it, but <laughs> I'm not as spry as normal. Um, but hey, we're back. Things we're back. just uh, keep uh, keep on keeping on, you know. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. But you know what? It's interesting that w- this episode starts with something that is, you know, a, a scene from quite a while ago. Yes. And I couldn't, I couldn't remember for the life of me when I was watching this episode because uh, when when uh, Neil Mink is is sort of fighting this thing, he's like, "Not yesterday, but th- over three years ago." Right. How much of that time was taken up by them just fucking around in the off season? The writers, or like this is the, the Sopranos, the, the, the show not existing for a while, or like you know, I, I mean, like the break between seasons. I'm not yeah, explaining well, that, this right. that, I think this is the longest break at the time. Or no, actually, this wasn't, but the because uh, this was they actually completed the season within like the year of the the last one airing, I think. Right. 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 Um. So in real time, it had been about three years. Sure. I sure. Believe. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, they were probably were fucking around, just like watching their old episodes, and we're like, "Oh, we should do something new to that scene." Hanging out with Lorne Michaels, yeah, <laughs> on his island, <laughs> on his island. Yeah, two thousand four is fifteen years ago now, which uh, doesn't feel good because we were two years old, and um, we're both about to go to college now, which is really exciting, and uh, it just feels like our <laughs> life has just flown right by. Well. I mean, things really have flown by. And you know what I was thinking? People people keep talking about like what Polly Walnuts would be up to these days. And you know what Polly Walnuts would have said? He would have said, let's take 2018 and give it back to the Indians. <laughs> that's what he would have said. And yeah. I'm informed that that is not a joke in, that, that's in such great taste to make. But uh, it's a Sopranos podcast. Well, we're, so okay. uh, we, I listened to our um, uh, our Kaisha episode and we said we're documentarians. Okay, we're, we're right. We're just right. quoting what they say. Right. Uh, you know, from like a uh, you know a studious standpoint. It's like one of those twitters where like your your bio is actually just a disclaimer. Right. Exactly. Like those alt right people do. Right. I the, mean, we're not like that, but well. No, we're not. We're absolutely not. And as we're getting to the end, I feel like we can just start saying fuck off to those people more and more. Yeah, like, I'm, exactly. It's just, you know. I mean, we're dying to have more like bad reviews from people who can like hear our liberal slant when, right. we, when we talk about what AJ jacking off like yeah I, I don't I don't know I don't know where it came out or came up from exactly but yeah I, I love that there's the one specific review where the guy just goes on and on about, on about our liberal about views how, how we're not funny and then there's one sentence at the end about our liberal slant yeah that, that shit killed me but then it's also doesn't he end it with like still though it's like listenable or something like yeah, he like has I one compliment know. at the end which is great boy this country's so divided yeah yeah well that's we were actually waiting to do the podcast until the government shut down because they are watching <laughs> us like a hawk and so yeah, now that absolutely uh, now that the non-essential people are gone i mean we tony would be happy the irs is shut down i tried to go make a tax payment this week online and they were oh, like yeah. sorry charlie <laughs> you can't do that great yeah. <laughs> true story i was flying when i got the news that the uh faa was not doing well a lot of people were calling out <laughs> sick oh, so you sprung for the wi-fi <laughs> i did I, well no 
I was on JetBlue, which is free as long as you're over the continental United States. If you're not, it's just not, doesn't work at all. Which I so if uh, you're found between out. California and Hawaii, no, no dice. No, and if you're between, uh, we went down to Mexico, and as soon as like we flew over into the Gulf, it was just gone. But once we got back, it started working again oh, for free. Out. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, NFC brought to you by JetBlue. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Just, just you're welcome. Just losing sponsor money one episode yeah, at a time. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, speaking of though, I mean, it's the 20th anniversary this week. Um, been a lot of interviews, a lot of David Chase out there. The Chaser is out there. Um, yeah, a lot of, we've... lot of, lot of opinions flying around. Frankly, mm-hmm. mm. and um, I guess this is the last alt rightish thing we'll talk about. But he did mention that AJ <laughs> would be good friends with Stephen Miller, which I thought was really funny. AJ w- is is <clears throat> one of those dude. You know who who reminded me of AJ more? It was I saw Vice, and like oh, the yeah. story of Dick Cheney actually reminds me more of AJ. Yeah, it's like the AJ's story could have been a prologue to the to the movie Vice. I feel really? like. <laughs> yeah, because he's just kind of a fuck up and he has like a couple of DUIs and he's like kind of a dick. Yeah. yeah. And then his wife is like, pull your shit together. And then he's chief of staff of the of the White House. Interesting. Yeah. And played by Christian Bale, who's yeah. he's gained uh, a moderate amount of weight for AJ and maybe made his skin like a little paler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Nice little goatee. Nice little goatee. Fucking hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> Only uh, hoodie Christian, Christian Bale. Bale a Slipknot hoodie would be incredible. Oh, my God. I mean, it could happen. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, um, man, if you're listening. <laughs> I mean, we got to get Eiler on the podcast. Let's see what's up with Eiler. I feel like that should be the goal. Uh, the show is is his namesake. Well, not his namesake, but it's uh, you know Legacy? his most famous quote, I guess. Uh, oh, our show, our show. Yes, I thought you meant the Sopranos. Yes, his last name in the show is Sop- right. Soprano. Yeah, right. So I guess that show is, but our show <laughs> is his most famous quote. That's true. Um, so Eiler, we know you're listening. Yeah. Yeah, we think <laughs> we don't really know. Yeah, we're not sure, but uh, yeah. but just don't. If you go on Bill Simmons first, then we're going to be sad. You right, know? Yeah. that's the main thing. Yeah, and also if Bill Simmons makes his his Sopranos podcast, uh, you got to sh- pop in. Yeah, you got to say hi. You got to have us on. You know, uh, uh, ZD Nation, <laughs> you guys could start tweeting at Bill Simmons. Just saying, you know, because right. he, he's he's been talking about going back and uh, and. Uh, Doing a doing a recapables about all of the Sopranos episodes, and we've painstakingly documented, right? What like six years of this shit, and like it's been a while. Well, we've recapped, and there's like a bunch of dick jokes, just like ad nauseum. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. it's great. Yeah, <laughs> so it's really important, right? I mean, we you know, yeah, we we love to work with Bill, but uh, you know, we got to see if it's cool with our contract, mm-hmm. like to you know. The other thing is that like. The Ringer Podcast Network is like such a juggernaut. Like they can do whatever they want. Yeah, and no, like, we're nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they yeah. have like actual sponsors. Yeah, they don't think about us at all. To yeah. quote Don Draper, uh, no, they don't. They do <laughs> not think about us at all. <laughs> not whatsoever. Um. So, but Bill, yeah. I can talk Patriots and Red Sox, and you can talk basketball all day. I mean, I'll, actually, he probably want to talk to you a lot more because you can at least get a lot more in depth about those kinds what, of things. You guys don't want to jack each other off about Belichick and Tom Brady and stuff. Yeah, and... but we, we wouldn't talk during it. It would just be silent, <laughs> just jacking off noises the entire. Time, <laughs> a couple of Dick Cheney's sitting there, just like looking at me, talking about how much yeah. I hate the Patriots, and just going on and on. And you guys are like, eh, yeah. okay. I'll talk about the ideal gas law. I'm every every everyone in Patriots Nation was suddenly a physics expert after Deflate Gate. And uh, all right, this is not a sports podcast. Okay, fine, Relax, fine, fine. Jesus Christ. Okay, thank you. All right, so Sopranos. What's the show? Sopranos. Here That's we what it go. Is. So all right, so here's my question from a filmmaking perspective. Mm. Why are we reminded of 
Tony dropping this gun. I mean, it's it's like it's nice. It's cool that we get a bit of a different perspective on here. Also, I feel like it's a it's a different take than they use in the original. It definitely is. Yeah. yeah. And um, I wonder if they reshot it just so like they could then shoot Tony running away. Well, no, I guess Tony running away and throwing the gun is in uh in the original season five episode. It is. Um, but the I kid in why. the window yeah. is not. But why? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure if they used a different take or reshot it just for some kind of just a, a continuity or just so mm-hmm. like. Uh, I mean, Tony had gained some weight since season five, so maybe they didn't want it to be like too jarring to see right. modern 2007 Tony or something. But like, they could have easily just shot an, an insert shot of that kid looking out the window and then finding the gun later. But for one reason or another, I would imagine that that's what happened because like he's definitely fatter in the later 2007 stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah. So th- yeah, I'm not sure why. No shade, but, no shade Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is a different take. Um, and then as to why they did it, I mean, I think that number one, every fan in Sopranos universe was waiting for this season to see whether or not Tony was going to get either arrested or killed. Oh, I thought you were going to say how fat he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We all had like our bets and our scales. You're reading like, OK, exclamation point magazine, yeah. like trying to figure out like how fat is right. James Gandolfini going to get for this role? Yeah. Like our Super Bowl squares with his weight on it instead. Um, I, uh, I think. So I think that's part of it. It's like, it's the final season. Tony has always said he was going to either wind up dead or in the can. Those are the two options, basically. And I think that we're kind of presented here in the first episode with with him maybe getting arrested. Uh, And then, of course, uh, infamously at this point, the final episode, maybe or maybe not, ends up with him being killed. Who knows? It's intentionally vague. Right. Um, Right. We'll, I suppose, get to that. Although we kind of have to talk about it this episode because of the uh, you never hear it when it happens quote. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, but uh, this I, is like one of those pornos when they take off the pants before the bra. You know what I mean? Just relax, <laughs> yeah. okay? Just slow it down. All right, all right. We'll do, we'll do the whole scene first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those... it's just like don't make me jump around in this thing. All right, I um, just have a box of pizza on my lap. I won't open it quite yet. There may how, or may not be a is hole. That in how the people bottom. listen to the podcast, like the way people watch porno, like just jumping ahead, like <laughs> like like every two seconds, just With, like that. Uh, 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 got it. Okay, good. I'm done. A thousand like, other podcasts <laughs> open, and then you somehow still finish to the wrong one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And like no one actually has this link bookmark they just know how they got to it yeah, exactly um, yeah hopefully say there's a part of our audience will get that joke uh, at least 50 percent um what's up brendan's dad um uh yeah i mean as uh, so i think that's kind of part of it i mean like really like the walls were closing in on tony like from yeah. a legal standpoint from a maybe mortal standpoint and then also from like a psychological standpoint i think and from a spiritual two, standpoint right, spiritual psychological yeah jesus uh yeah he does he finds jesus finally finds in this, finally. this season aaron arkaway yeah. <laughs> the low-key most important <laughs> character <laughs> um, see i don't think we could do a podcast with simmons because i don't think he would like get like any us. of these jokes no not at all because yeah. he's only watched it like like when he's when he mentioned this on his other podcast no offense to bill simmons he's seen a million more movies than me yeah. and is way smarter than both of us. Yeah. OG podcast. Yeah. Uh, but uh, like, he'll just say things like, yeah, I forgot how great it was. I saw it on A&E the other day and I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is not, no, there yeah. are a lot of people more qualified right. yeah. than you and less qualified than us. Yes. Who, are, <laughs> exactly. who, are, who are more famous than us. Right. You know? Like, 
We could executive produce. Yeah, we could. Just, like stop the take every now and then. Like, no, that was episode seven. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to be a consultant. That's my ultimate goal is just to be a consultant. So. Yeah, because you just get to wear like exactly what you're wearing all yeah, day and yeah. just show up and be like, well, it's like a Silicon Valley type job. Yeah. Like you don't really need to, you don't need to deliver on anything. No. You it, just need to be like, yeah, you're doing that wrong. And then charge an exorbitant amount of money for it. Oh, completely. Which is cool. Uh, what I want to do. Charging money, at least. It's really cool. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's probably why. I mean, it, I like that it's the season kind of starts in earnest with Carmela saying, is this it? Because I think, like, everyone was waiting for... Yeah. Basically, the, I mean, Tony talks in a couple episodes about how he feels like there's a piano over him and he's just waiting for it to drop for... Uh, Maybe it's not a piano. He just talks about the other shoes. <laughs> about yeah. the dr- well, no, no, no. I mean, like Carmela both, talks I about a piano, a giant piano hanging over your head every day. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And then like to- Tony's always talking about when the shoe was on the other foot, right, like the right. shoe dropping, and like <laughs> the shoe up your ass, and, right. like all this stuff. So yeah. So I think it's well, supposed to be that kind. Of, I mean, you know, like, yeah. uh, and even still, he sort of gets away with it. I mean, it's local police; they don't really have a case. Uh, ultimately, it gets folded into a Rico predicate. You know, which is don't you love this worse. cop who just he just milks the shit out of that line? The guy behind the desk, or the no, 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 uh, the, the, one co- the cop resting. who's like when he says like when Tony's like, "Where's the FBI?" Like, <laughs> like such a prick, and then the cop is like, "Like we don't take any chances when it comes to a to, when it comes to uh, uh, a firearm loaded with semi <laughs> fuck when it comes to firearm loaded with with hollow point ammunition." Like he says it, I can't even do it. Cause like it's actually in his eyes. His eyes just like he looks like he's about to have sex with someone. He's like so psyched just to say it in this way. Like yeah, yeah, yeah fuck yeah, we're gonna get you. And he just and it's actually like a really good performance because he's not overacting mm-hmm. like as an actor. He's he's overacting like in his character. And I really like it's like a policeman that's like going a little heavy with the grease gun. Yeah, he's just so psyched to say it. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. How often you get to arrest Tony Soprano? You know, it's usually like drunk drivers or like high school yeah. kids, probably. Yeah, yeah, and it's not like a fucking broken tail light. It's a it's a gun with hollow point bullets, which is like a big fucking deal. Right. If you've seen The Departed, you mm-hmm. know that what happens mm-hmm. is there's a mushroom effect, right, <laughs> <laughs> with the bullet. Right. Yeah. And uh, what ha- what do they call it? Blowback. Yeah, something like that. And um, I, I believe they use the like images of JFK's head in that scene actually. Wow. That, or that's like the the autopsy like you mean in sketch. the in the departed. In, yeah, in the departed, yeah. Wow, wow. Uh yeah. So uh little history the, lesson welcome for you. Welcome to the departed podcast. <laughs> um so yeah, it's 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 nice to have the little walk down memory lane, but I think that like we first of all this this opening scene does two things that are really great. First of all, we're hitting the gas on this final season. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I love about about six B is that there's there's velocity like from the from the get go yeah totally like shit's happening Tony's in prison or in jail in like the first five minutes of the episode and then he's out you know and th- and then he's and then it's nothing and then there you know what I mean mm-hmm. like there's all this stuff happening and they're not like treading water and like I mean I do respect the Mad Men season f- like final season but they do kind of toy with you a little bit you're mm-hmm. sitting there ripping your hair out going like what is he doing like give mm-hmm. us some you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But this is like chock full of story. They like really hit the ground running because there's so much that they got out of the way. But at the same time, um, what I do love is that they're kind of saying like, or what I get out of it is how long are they really going to be able to ignore that? Like something's going to happen. Oh yeah. You know, because whether it's the cops or, 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 or getting whacked or, or whatever, 
it's like how long can Tony just like uh uh dissociate from that right and just like put it out of his consciousness like Carmela hears the knock on the door and she says is this it yeah, like yeah clearly it's something that she, it's not even like a, a be- below the surface type secret with them right you know what yeah. I mean? or at least with her right like, yeah, yeah, yeah no totally like it's uh we've talked about it a bunch like they yeah. have the nice house and everything but like their life sucks <laughs> like imagine waking up and you just hear a knock at the door and it's just it could be the end of your life you know yeah, like totally that's that's a hell of your own making that it's just awful brutal um and uh, of course, it gets lucky and gets let out. But like, I just can't help but think about that Twilight Zone that Carlo will, will bring up in a couple episodes. Right, right. You know, the guy who just wins every hand. Rocky uh, Sullivan, I think. Rocky Sullivan. Yeah. Um, and it's a good episode. Yeah, it really is. Um, I watched it kind of recently because it's all on Netflix. Um, Netflix.com. Sponsor of, of no fucking CD. Uh, um, I don't know. Should I bleep that? Um, but uh, th- yeah, they're they're gonna do a live version of no fucking CD, kind of like kind of like HBO did with Pod Save America. Yeah, and we're gonna go on tour to like local pizzerias <laughs> <laughs> to, to do the show. Uh, um, okay, okay. But uh, yeah, I mean. Their their life sucks. I think is oh no sorry the Twilight Zone thing. It's like <laughs> it's he well, continues no, that is to the win. Same point, yeah, yeah. I mean, some uh, at some point in the series, someone even says the fucking luck on this guy. You know, like Tony always seems to get out by the skin of his teeth, but at the same or time turn, or turn it around when yeah, something bad is happening even yeah. up, through the final episode i mean i know there's like debate about people still wanting to kill tony but he ultimately does win in the end against new york or at least comes yeah. to uh a, he, he he survives um well and the only way to the only way to like avoid death and the, the only way to keep going in his world is to have people want to kill you but mm-hmm. like just not be ready to or to make them an offer they can't refuse right. you know what i mean yeah so um so yeah, that's kind of what I think of when this with this arrest scene. It's like he got away with it again, but still, I mean, yeah. the, the next morning, what's going to happen? You know, when next time you hear a knock at the door, next time you see a, a you know suspicious looking guy walk into the diner, what's that going to feel like? And what's the fuck? Yeah, exactly. And what's this? Yeah, what's the psychic weight of all of this building up? Because I feel like that the frenetic energy of this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say season, I do mean six B in particular. That's that's we'll. we'll, we'll We'll call that a season here yeah. here to four yeah. in this in this podcast. It's a season, right? Um, in this season, it's uh th- that frenetic energy is 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 I feel like a buildup of like everything that we've done leading up to this. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and now we're starting to feel that psychic weight as the audience. Like we finally have enough where they can really pour it on and right. you're feeling that stress. Like it's coming from all directions. And then on top of that, like he can't even get along with his family. Right. Like they sort of secretly hate him. Yeah. And like, it's just like not a, not a, not a terribly cushy life. No, you know? yeah, not it's at all. kind of a drag. <laughs> to be yeah. Honest. And, uh, and he definitely knows it. Um, and, uh, you know, I guess we'll 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 get to it, but uh, there's that moment at the lake where he's just trying to sit and have like a calm, quiet moment with himself, and uh, magic moment starts playing in the background, but then it's like immediately interrupted by news of like a suicide bomber, and then yeah. Carmela comes by, and so someone looked at the house, but they don't want to buy it. And, and Janice has that amazing line where she says, "I've seen that sitting in a chair <laughs> thing." <laughs> what people sit in chairs? People sit in chairs. <laughs> um, but there's no real moments where there's no magic moment there's no magic moment in tony's life where he can really just like um you know let the wind just kind of blow him along you know what i mean like uh there's just it just it sucks to be tony soprano really yeah and it's his fault yeah exactly i mean and and he's he's got accomplices that's for sure right 
but they resent him because right. he's the champion of all of this. Like everybody has tried, everybody around him has tried or has thought about going somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, um, at least ideologically, you know, um, in terms of, you know, getting away from this life. Mm-hmm. Carmela's talked about it. AJ will do what he can soon <laughs> to, to get out of it. <laughs> right. Um, in his limited capacity. That's one way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and then, uh, you know, um, Meadow kind of goes through it and kind of doesn't. Um, but like, you know, and even Bobby, like he forces Bobby to pop his cherry in this episode right. by, by killing this drummer something we've all wanted to do mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and um you know i can relate but like you know bobby like l- it looked like he might be able to get through by just talking tough and mm-hmm. not having to like cross that threshold and he probably like i mean uh, not probably he certainly slept better at night the day before he shot that dude versus the day after and for the rest of his life yeah you know yeah um, yeah, I mean, that was one of the things we talked about with Steve Sharippa, where he brought up the fact that like Bobby's just never the same from that point on. Yeah, and not... that's just kind of what happens. I mean, if you think of Tony as the devil and you make a deal with the devil in many way, I mean, it's, that's just kind of where you're going to end up. Well, he, yeah, he's going to come for his at some <clears throat> point for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll talk a little bit about them just going up to the cabin. We should save the fight for part two, I think, because it's an amazing mm-hmm. sequence. But um, yeah, part two of this podcast coming up in seven months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love I, I really do love this episode. It's a top 86 for me. Um, but for sure, I just I know there were a lot of fans at the time when this first aired that were just kind of like, what the fuck? Like it's been this, the final season they've been gone for uh, like a year now, roughly we've had to wait two like two years between every season. Uh-huh. And now they finally come back and it's just like four people up in a cabin. Um, but I, but it's not so much happens. I know. And that's, I mean, I agree. I, but I, I, yeah, these kids fucking <laughs> pussies. <laughs> yeah. But I, I love the setting. Like I, I've said it before about other episodes, but like, if you just told me a like feature film was coming out this weekend about like mobsters going up to a cabin and up, state new york i'd be like fuck yeah that sounds super interesting and cool and funny and awesome stupid liberal snowflake (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but uh i i yeah i just i really love that it's kind of like one act play you know and of course like they've done so much legwork leading up to it like we know so much background about all these characters that like sure works even better um but um it's just such a cool funny interesting setting to put tony soprano in i think i know i fucking love it and also like it's never not going to be funny when you've got Bacala yeah. and Janice and him jammed in a room and Carmela, you know, com- I, I I think that she's equally amazing and important. Like comedy isn't as strong with her as it is with Janice and Bobby. Right. You know, yeah. like the first time I, I, I really like all of the first times we see different characters in this season. Mm-hmm. And we get a few of those really good moments in uh, in this episode. The first is. The, the first is obviously Tony, and then you know Carmela says, "Is this it?" That's mm-hmm. her first line of the final season, and then and then Meadow, you know, asking what the fuck is going on and being told to go to bed, and then saying, "Can we see a warrant? We have the right," you know, <laughs> which is so ridiculous. And then, but AJ's appearance is him like asleep in the back seat, going going to to jail to pick up Tony right? <laughs> and he's and and he grabbed the wrong suit and he didn't really dig for the right one because the light didn't go on in uh, the closet <laughs> my god it's a brilliantly written line because you get from this like simple line that like 
there's an automatic light that's supposed to come on when you open the closet doors. Right. That evidently is malfunctioning. And so AJ couldn't fulfill his duty. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. I, mean, I fucking love it. Hopefully it was automatic and he just didn't forget how to use a light switch. But with AJ, who <laughs> the knows? The light didn't come on in your closet. <laughs> like, I fucking love it. We can't register until second semester. <laughs> like, all those lines are fucking incredible. Yeah. Love AJ. And the chin strap. Oh, new AJ. Yeah. It's so funny. Still hilarious. AJ, who last season, it seemed like, was going to at least, uh, maybe not big places, but moving in the right direction with the job at the construction site, uh, now works at a pizzeria. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... And is just staying at home in his parents' bed and he, wearing his dad's bathrobe. He doesn't and, still have the slamming girlfriend. Does he does. He? Still, he does. Yeah, he does. Bianca, All right. Yeah. Cool. And her and her kid. Who I don't think. Well, I guess we see the kid at one point, but yeah. then when they have the little pool party, the kid's not to be seen. No. Um, he probably but, goes to his grandmother's house. Yeah. But big, uh, big AJ season coming up for sure. Big I old, think big old AJ season. Big old AJ season. <laughs> um, I think that we should still. It is like season six B slash seven, I guess. But if you think of it as six B, like. Um, we talked a lot in 6A about it being about like fatherhood and the way mm-hmm. fathers affect their sons I think that's still important to think about in these episodes especially with AJ and then in this one too there's a lot of talk about dads um, mm-hmm. where like Bobby's dad shielded him from a lot of the violence and Tony's dad shot his mother in the head <laughs> so also, something to think also about also Bobby's dad cut hair and base, my favorite fucking line in this whole episode is is when uh, when when Tony says uh to be honest, I'd rather he shot me than cut my hair. I think that's a fucking really great line. <laughs> um, all right, so we I have a lot to talk about when they get up to the cabin, but we're going to take a little break now. And well, uh, let's talk about the ride up. They, okay, they, yeah. go, they go up. Like, Can we talk about Janice being tone deaf just for a second? Because I, I keep getting off topic, but I got a couple thoughts. Uh, in what way? In- so, so Tony's in jail, and she's like, well... Do you still want to come up here this weekend? Like, if I find out you, if I, if I found out you were in jail, <laughs> and I told your wife, like, yeah, but this chicken's defrosting. <laughs> are you guys gonna make it or not? You yeah. know, like it's ridiculous. And then, and then, uh, you know, she tells Bobby to take the hollow point ammunition out. She doesn't like really give a shit, which is the nice, funny thing about that scene. She's like, oh, well, okay, but yeah. it's fine, you know. This inconvenience, basically. Yeah. yeah. And she now, so she's back to the brain drain, you know. She's like not seeing all of the stuff that's going on and how awful this actually is, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, if I got a gun charge, I'd be like, <laughs> everybody I know would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? They'd be like, this is horrible. Should can we even see him anymore? <laughs> like, what's going on? But for her, she's like, ah, it's like a fucking parking ticket or something. I know, yeah. It's ridiculous. A and then uh, reality. And then they finally get up there. They finally decide to go. Uh one thing that's really important is that we know that Tony doesn't really get off scot-free on this one because the FBI just takes the case over. Right. And folds it into their Rico, which we find out later on. Right. Um, but, you know, Tony thinks he's off scot-free. He's able to go back to just, like, pretending. Also, Carmela on the drive up, is like, oh, like, we, we, she's saying something about, like, we, we just need to try to relax and, like, yeah, just I don't up. want this hanging over your, your birthday weekend. Yeah, I don't want this hanging over your birthday. And then she says something about how she's a little bit stressed out. And you're like, oh, yeah, naturally, like, your husband might get put away but then she's like she's like not like what if someone calls about the spec house you know it's like not even about that it's about the spec house it's about fucking everything but all of these existential problems that they have right 
Um, and then they get up there and they lie about how much traffic there was because there was clearly no traffic <laughs> when they were driving. <laughs> but she had to pee for a really long time. Yeah. I also love that she asked for Pellegrino, uh, just assuming like, well, Janice will have Pellegrino. That's, such a, that, like, that's uh, such a specific type of person. Yeah. And then she has like Costco or like some off-brand sparkling water instead. I like a Kirkland sparkler. Me too. Me yeah. too. Hey. But, but Carmela is just like so out of touch just yeah. in general you know it's, it's a nice little line of dialogue no that's for sure i mean i think that basically like um there are two types like it's it just says so much about a person if they walk in they're like could i just have a pellegrino yeah no i i w- like, without being offered one yeah i don't even ask for sparkling at like a restaurant i'm like no 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 tap water is totally fine <laughs> like, yeah, that, yeah i'm like, forever in college and there i'm like we can save eight bucks yeah, like yeah, come on yeah. that's almost two beers yeah <laughs> don't be crazy uh yeah so carmelo is uh is still she just doesn't realize how uh you know what a what white glove world she lives in i guess if maybe you will. she does yeah i guess and yeah she's, maybe she's, she's riding until to... the wheels fall off you that's know what true. i mean maybe she does she does other times like to like with the yard the yadra thing she's like i'm yeah. not gonna tell you how much it costs three thousand dollars <laughs> you know she sort of does like to rub it in i guess in a way i love how she always says she's not gonna say something and then says it like with yeah. the story about the the baby almost drowning you know yeah. she's like she's like you don't want to know and yeah then she pauses and like it cuts in closer to her and she's like so what happened was like that's oh such a God. moment where you realize just how awful it would be to hang out with them like they're such a depressed yeah. couple and like oh yeah i mean sometimes like i'm sure we all sort of do it to some extent where like we just kind of bring up something that's on our mind that like no one really wants to hear no, but you do it all the time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i wish i could i wish i could go back i mean i, I guess i could but i wish as we were watching I, took my notes. Point. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wish i could go back and just change everything um i wish as we were going i took notes of all the times that car Carmella just brings up the most depressing news story possible and made yeah. a little compilation of it because it, it really does happen all the time. And it's like a window into just how depressed she really is and yep. how depressed Tony really is and how together they're just the most depressing people to be around. Well, and you like, find out that like basically she's a lot like Olivia, like Livia in that way. Yeah, yeah, you know? probably. Um, and Tony's a lot like Livia in that way because they use those things to like be antisocial at certain times, you know? Yeah. Because that happens, that scene happens in this episode, at least, right after a really funny exchange where Janice is like, it's amazing how we're together. Like, the the credit goes to you. You really changed. And she, like, really lays into it. And he's like, and he has a really healthy reaction to it initially he goes yeah yeah he goes he goes oh yeah you were fine you know which is like haha like we're a we're a wacky family you know what i mean that would have been like a totally reasonable place to end it Mm -hmm. you know because Mm -hmm. he kind of said something he like he's like kind of sarcastically saying thank you a little bit and also like haha fuck you but you know like that i I thought that that reaction was like actually very mature yeah yeah but then it keeps going (laughs) yeah yeah he was kind of diffusing but then it keeps going and she's like no and then and then it's the it's really a throwback to pesci being like how am i funny oh big time yes yeah and he's just like he's just like how am i different (laughs) i'm different how (laughs) he just keeps rephrasing yeah and then no one says anything yeah it's just like uh, which is an interesting i wonder do you think it was written that way where no one responds and they just like cut to him like staring at nika like Mm, i don't i don't know i think there's I, I'm gonna say no. I feel like there probably was some last line of the scene, and then it was like cut to the next one. Yeah, I really feel like the show came together in the edit, and 
you can just kind of sometimes tell when like things get really chopped up, like yeah. a little chop, chopped and screwy kind of thing going on here mm-hmm. with the Sopranos. Like uh, yep, yep, yep. Um, even later when when Carmela and Janice are sitting there talking and Carmela is like, Tony has never raised a hand to AJ. And then Janice almost changes the subject. And then it cuts back to Carmela being like once. Sorry. Like there's I'm maybe explaining it wrong, but you can no, kind of no, sometimes tell saying. like I think that they to make it more lifelike they cut a, cut it in a way where people are like talking past each other and yeah. I'm sure like some of it was written to the scripts uh, or and it, yeah then they just like got reaction shots and p- probably felt in the edit like no one needs to say anything just show them like not paying attention you know because yeah. um, that's just sort of how it goes sometimes that's reasonable yeah I like that yeah I think I mean uh, no I, I think could you're be probably right because like if we, in the writer's room it's like the scene's getting going yeah I, I'm funny how how am I funny? Yeah. You know, yeah, like, exactly. That's like, that's an in, in, instigation. Is that a noun? Yeah. yeah. Sure. He's yeah. instigating. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He was being an instigator. He instigated. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> We're rephrasing. All yeah. right. You want to take a break? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, we'll be back to talk Monopoly. Does it easy? Does it make up something to say? Does it turn into No fucking ZD is brought to you by bribery and positive reinforcement. This magic moment, so different and so new, was like any other. Until I kiss you And then it happened it took Good song. <laughs> yeah. Really good. It's a really good song. It is, yeah. The intro always uh, uh, surprises me. It's like a horror movie. <laughs> Riser. It's at the so beginning. cool, yeah. yeah it's, just, uh, it's, it's really strange, but it's cool. Well, it's, we're watching a horror movie. <laughs> we basically are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, we are up at the cabin. It's in the middle of the woods. Come up all way. It's <laughs> it's it's dark and scary. Yeah, looks amazing. Um, yeah, Bacala's dad bought the cabin mm-hmm. back in the day because he had connections with Montreal, mm-hmm. which means he was smuggling ladies' medicine or something. something. Yeah. Um, I love in this conversation how they talk about uh, how how Bobby's dad had some issues in the old country, mm-hmm. anti-government or something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that he like basically snuck in through Canada. Illegally. Illegally. Yep. Uh, but they should build a wall now. I know. <laughs> which is a really interesting line to yeah. come up right now. Yep. And for the aliens that are listening to this 10,000 years from now, trying to piece together humankind, right. um, there was a government shutdown right. over <laughs> the wall that Bacala spoke about, what, like 15 years ago I guess 13 uh, years ago yeah tw- 13 years ago ish yeah, yeah. And a half yeah yeah weird that like that floored me when I first heard it I totally forgot about that when um, you first heard it like recently yeah <laughs> when I first heard it I was like I can't believe this yeah uh, what timing see this is why we made everyone wait mm-hmm. we knew <laughs> we knew <laughs> yeah I find that really interesting and, and quite fitting I have to say and but... everybody agrees and if you don't think that the wall thing is ironic then watch this episode and tell me it's not ironic yeah yeah 
Um, so I guess we know where Bobby would stand these days if he had made it. Unfortunately, he doesn't. Yeah. There's no ambiguity about where Bobby's fate lies, but, uh, yeah. um, but oh, white identity politics totally plays into like all of these people. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Even Janice at this point, which is a disappointment because when we first meet Janice, she's like a little bit of a Vishnu come lately, mm-hmm. you know, very much like Ralph Nader vibe. Yeah, totally. That, that kind of thing. She definitely would have been with her. Right. Um, the California bullshit. The, ca- the California bullshit. Her, <laughs> her, and, her and Patsy yeah. <laughs> would have been with her for sure. Uh, and, uh, you know. Well, uh, I mean, I think that Polly might have been handing out like weird, like uh, libertarian literature. That's very possible. Might have been like, I want you to check that, check out this pamphlet. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> like Just driving around listening to Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but I thought that that was really a funny, really interesting, really accidentally timely. I guess, oh, like, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess throughout my whole life, I'd heard people talk about that kind of stuff. It just never was at the forefront quite like this. Um, yep, yep. But it was still surprising. I was like, oh, damn. Like, even in 2006, I guess you had people talking about well, it. Did they invent this? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Was, was, was our president, who's a great man, was he just watching this the entire time? And is that where he thought of it? Who yeah, knows? The Bacala makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise Un- me. Unbelievable. At all. Bacala. <laughs> Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. How weird. Well, so, you know, all of these mafia dudes are known racists. Right. So that says a lot. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this is who wants to build a wall. Right. Exactly. So that's, that's the company. Yeah. Um, okay. That's it for this week. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you uh, next year. <laughs> we got our point across. Yeah. Um, there's a, uh, there's a lot of talk about dads in this episode. Uh, that, talk in particular with the dads always with the dads here we go um and then uh of course i mean the they talk a lot about in the in the boat scene when tony and bobby are out on the boat um gone fishing gone fishing they talk a lot about how bobby's dad kind of shielded him from this life which is not something tony's dad did at all no and even in kaisha he talks about this with melfi you Mm -hmm. know um Mm -hmm. that he's kind of mad at aj because AJ has a Carmella and Carmella protects AJ in a way that Livia never protected Tony. Right. And of course, Tony blames his mom for that, but like it's who was she supposed to protect him from? And that was his dad and Johnny boy and, and Johnny boy's lifestyle, you fully, know, fully. Um, so we still see a lot about like the sins of the father being passed down. And I mean, it really, I think gets to Tony quite a bit when he hears how good of a relationship Bobby and, Bobby Sr. had together, you right. know? Yeah, of course. Th- there's no way that doesn't rub Tony the wrong way. Yeah. Um, especially with... Especially because, you know, Tony just got out of this, like, j- prison scare type mm-hmm. thing. Is that what you call it? Is it a prison <laughs> yeah, scare? Yeah. Um, uh, and... Uh, the test came back negative. The but. test came back <laughs> negative for now. You know what I mean? But uh, um, it's going to mass testicize, <laughs> as Paulie would say. Right. But uh, basically, like... You know, they're kind of reaping what their father sowed a little bit. Like yes. Bobby's kind of got like a bit of bit of a cushy life aside from having married Janice. Mm-hmm. He's got this dank house in New Jersey that originally belonged to Johnny Sack. Mm-hmm. He's he's got his cabin upstate that his dad left him. Like what a what a warm fuzzy thing that is. Right. And then he's also uh, not afraid of being in jail all the time because he's never fucking killed anybody. Right. He's, the most he's done is go to a bar and like 
go off half cocked to like the union leader or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. He doesn't do that much. He bought a guy a candy bar one time and was intimidating as possible as he could be. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, right, and right. and then also got shot almost by those kids who were robbing him outside the bookies. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. But like that, it's Bobby's. Bobby, like I said, Bobby can sleep at night. Right. Tony can't. You right. know, and Bobby has had that life where his his parents really or his dad, we don't know much about his mother, but his dad kind of cared, mm-hmm. which is an interesting concept to Tony and it makes him yeah. a pretty probably makes him pretty jealous. I think it does and I think that even if they hadn't gotten into the fist fight in this episode Tony was still filing that away in the back of his mind and basically yeah, he's got to use that against him later yeah if at any time Bobby crossed him which like with Tony could be the simplest thing ever yeah. you know like uh, he would make up and I told you not to slam the refrigerator yeah, exactly. door he would just make yeah. something up eventually maybe just to like be like oh, that's it Bobby like you have to go kill someone now like misery loves company and I'm dragging you down with me for you sure because he's Satan right yeah um and so, so when the uh, the fight happens, I guess we'll just talk about the Monopoly scene because it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, the Monopoly scene is incredible. There's so much amazing detail. We spoke a little bit. We spoke about it a little bit with Steve. Yeah, last time that like they th- this was shot in two cabins. Yeah, or one one real one fake. Right. So they did basically everything except for the fist fight in the real cabin, and then wow, well, you remember our conversation clearly. I don't. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I I listened to it in the past seven days. Just <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't have time since we recorded <laughs> it. Sorry. Uh, and then seven months later, uh, they recreated the cabin and. Silver Cup Studios, and that's when they did the actual fight. Yeah. Uh, I drove by Silver Cup the other day in a cab because we got lost. But oh, yeah. It <laughs> gave me chills. It's cool to see from when you're coming over the bridge. Give me real chills. Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but the Monopoly scene is just is such a classic, classic moment. Uh, a magic moment, too. Um, it, well, it's, it's all of these different conflicts and Sopranos plot concepts coming together in such a perfect way yeah. where you've got Tony and his thing with Bobby that we were just talking about wanting to get under his skin. Mm-hmm. You've got Tony generally just hating himself. Mm-hmm. Um, then you've got um, uh, Tony and his conflict with Janice mm-hmm. and that whole like you Sopranos, you, you go too far right. as Bobby puts it so eloquently. <laughs> it's he's not wrong, but like that's caught up in the mix also. Yeah. And so like all this shit gets jumbled together into this like shitstorm over a game of Monopoly, which right. is like the best thing in the world. Because they sort of like Tony is playing Monopoly a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like he wants to he's he wants to get money from everywhere and, and that's his life. He wants to close everyone off and like you know what I mean? Like right. he just he, he that's sort of what he does. And of course he would cheat at Monopoly, yeah. first of all. Right. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just stealing money from the pot straight yeah, up. Exactly. Yeah. Um <clears throat> but yeah, of course he takes it too far and he finds this like really exciting middle ground for him where he's not only making fun of Janice, giving blowjobs, and the roadies—I mean, the roadies—is <laughs> like hilarious. Roadies, like that's the best reaction. Bobby's such a choir boy, I you know, know, in some I ways. Know. But then he's like talking about under the boardwalk <laughs> and all that stuff, you know. Uh, oh, I don't know why we didn't use that song for, oh, for the podcast. <laughs> and we're stupid. Uh, but like, he's he's able to like have both of those conflicts going at the same time and he loves it he loves doing that oh, yeah, you know? big time, yeah because he is i mean he is like livia you know yeah. um 
and then of course like I mean, he has Bobby and Bobby's dad on the brain I think when Janice does tell that story about Johnny Boy and Livia and Junior and and Rosemary is Ro- Rosemary is not a Gumar we met before correct no. okay Someone um else. uh crazy story by the Ridiculous. way absolutely insane um, but, I can understand why you wouldn't want anyone to tell that story me too but I love it that makes us look like degenerates yeah, <laughs> but I love that that's the story that makes them seem like a dysfunctional family yeah not totally. anything else in the whole series that that's come up this entire time well, like he tried the, to he, he, he shot a gun no of course I mean it's a part of his wife's body right <laughs> yeah it's a mean, weird way to say it's it, but. insane but I mean like think of everything else we've seen that Bobby has seen in the last like eight years yeah. you know like from like the intervention to like Livia wake or just whatever clearly they're dysfunctional but i love that this is the one because he's protecting his dad i guess mostly well i love that they were all oh that's a good point it goes with this theme where it's like talking about how psychotic tony's dad was in front of bobby and he was just hearing about bobby bobby's dad the saint but also what really astonishes me about that scene is how funny they all think it is i know it really like like Carmela thinks thinks it's fucking hilarious and like no biggie, right? You know, like, dude, if you told me that story about one of my grandparents, I'd be like, Jesus, yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck, yeah, you know, that's so that's terrifying, and like they they're just like, oh man, like yeah. that's crazy. I mean, Bobby's first reaction is like, holy shit, you know, like he is sort of shocked at first. He's the one, yeah. But Carmela and Janice are like, oh, what the Tony, relax, I like know. that's just funny. That's There's, just a funny story. It's terrifying. There is nothing funny about that no there's nothing all. funny i mean it's it's funny to watch but yeah. like i mean the way that they think it's funny i think that it says so much about where we're going this season and the fact that they all had to get super super loaded yeah and they're all just like oh come on like we're all we all know what's up yeah right and they're not pretending but tony still wants to pretend right that's you know? true that's a really good point yeah yeah, that's it for me, folks. I'll see you. I'll see you later. See you, see you in seven months. Yeah, uh, yeah. They are. There's the shot before that scene of just all the empty bottles on the counter. It's just like, good god, they've been going hard all day long. Yeah, and they're they're, they're going from like grappa to remy, and like, oh my god, yeah. it's out of control. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, but that's how those summer vacation weekends go. But usually, there's not like gunshots involved, or uh, most of the time, there's no fist fights at least. I and, mean, come on, like yeah. it's still like an exorbitant amount of booze. Like, it is, yeah. I mean, it is. we'll go hard on a on a summer vacation, but like not like that. That's bananas. Yeah, finishing full bottles. Like at some point, it's like let's switch to beer, and then you or know, start with beer. Or yeah, like yeah. No, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Um, but also, they're not smoking weed. <laughs> no, that's for sure. There's, there's no, a lot more there's vape no pens. Out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, right. Oh man, that'd be and great. No jewels in this. Imagine how this scene would have been with jewels in it. <laughs> <laughs> they should reshoot the intro with Tony with a jewel in his mouth instead of a cigar, which would be great. They only sell creme brulee up here. <laughs> uh, but the uh so then eventually the fight of course does break out the tensions have just been building the entire time bobby's yeah. pissed about them breaking the rules because the parker brothers put a lot of thought into this uh and and then yeah tony just has to get back at janice and um so who who does, so does bobby actually sucker punch him as tony says later in the episode i mean doesn't he technically i don't know yeah. i've never been in a fight <laughs> i don't know I, what this shit yeah. is i mean he's you went wh- to an all-boys school i know you've been in a fight uh, I, 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, he, Bobby warns him a couple times though. He's like, "That's my wife. This is my home. Like, stop that." You know, and, Sopranos. You you go too far. Yeah, which they used in the preview. I remember, and it was like, "Oh shit, what's gonna happen?" And then it's like, "Oh, Bobby and Tony got into a fist fight." <laughs> like, oh that. yeah, like you Sopranos. You go too far, and then it, it, then it's like, and then like, like probably cut to something in like ten in like three episodes. Yeah, or, like, yeah. or just like them in the woods with the uh, AK forty seven that he AR ten AR ten. Okay, which is still legal somehow. That's crazy. Not the automatic version, like uh, like uh, Bobby gave Tony. Also, by the way, like Tony just beat a fucking really serious gun charge, and he's like giving him an automatic weapon for his birthday. Come on, yeah, don't tell Carmella. Don't tell. Don't shoot the Carmella. By the way, I love um, two things just to go back to. Bobby has another really funny outfit in this this episode. His first reveal coming out with the super short shorts on is amazing. And the tank top. And the tank top. And he's got the husky man like sweat yeah. line around the boob <laughs> the booble area. Yeah. You know? Love that. I love that yeah. we got him in another uh, uh, funny costume. And the big fucking smile. I yeah. just love how he just like doesn't give a shit. He's so happy yeah. to be up there. You know? I want a fucking summer house where I'm going to be happy like that. Well, apparently we could... We could probably rent this. It's Roy Scheider's wife's or something. I'm sure it goes for a cool $10,000 a day or something like that. Calls, call Sharippa. Let's yeah. get it Let's get it going, you know? Uh, I, it's somewhere upstate, they were saying, and yeah. I guess they use it for a lot of shoots. So I'm sure it costs a crazy amount of money to rent for a day. Well, we can but, tell them that we're doing it for a shoot for something that a student film. Yeah, something like that. Low budget. Or we'll get like a Kickstarter or Patreon going. Just send us to upstate New York. <laughs> should, that, that should be our end game for this. Yeah. Is like we start a Patreon... <laughs> To, or or an Indiegogo, get the NFC boys up to this cabin two nights. Yeah, that's, that's all it. we want. Two nights. Yeah, we'll we'll do it in the winter time. I don't even care. I just want to get to this house. <laughs> Fuck that. Let's do it in the summer. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going in the winter. <laughs> Vermont? Are you kidding? Yeah. It's so cold. Um, but yeah, the costume and then him talking about leveling the playing field when hunting deer by using a bow and arrow is incredible. <laughs> I wish we could see it. I he wish uses, they shot he that. He says exclusively. Yeah. They use the bow and arrow exclusively. <laughs> um, but so back to the fight. Um, great, great, great scene. I think it is technically a sucker punch that Tony had coming. You know, right? He was warned. He was warned a couple times. It's not like it came out of completely nowhere. Like Bobby was just sitting there quietly, and then so suddenly... it's a sucker punch if the other guy doesn't know it's coming. Yeah, so it wouldn't be a sucker punch if he was like, "Hey, we're gonna fight!" Like, stand yeah, up. I was like, "Let's go!" Yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, I think Bobby would still win. Just uh, Tony's right; he's in bad condition after in a bad condition after getting shot he put last up year. A hell of a fight, he did. Yeah, um, he got pretty close. I think Bobby has like the height and weight on him at this point, and sure, sure, and sure. He's not recovering from a gunshot, or at least I mean, I guess Bobby's fully recovered from his, whereas Tony has not. Um, but yeah, it's such... Bobby's Bobby got shot when? Well, he got like the ricochet off the forehead. Yeah, but his forehead, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah okay. Right. He can still breathe and like he has his muscles, his like his muscles and core are still working. Right. Like, yeah. There's no like, shot to the stomach. That's messing with a lot of other stuff. Yeah. And like there's the close up of Tony getting punched in the stomach and I'm just like, oof, that must really hurt. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> it must really well, hurt. And also it's a big, big old uh, fuck you to, mm-hmm. to Tony. Because it's just like, yo, don't punch him in the stomach. Like, right. You could kill him. You know, like it's ridiculous. Like what if you punch Tony in the stomach in this episode? Because they got into a monopoly fight and Tony died. (laughs) Like wouldn't that be be a hell of a twist for the series? (laughs) There's just no Tony the rest of the time. Ruptured his whatever the fuck down there. Yeah. Like, oh boy. Uh, but it's it's so well. I mean, they they really did do a good job of choreographing it. Apparently, it is mostly those guys. Like, there's no Dude, real that'd stunt be work. So scary. Yeah, those guys are huge. Yeah, they are, uh, and they destroy the house, like shattering windows. Which, like, <laughs> I don't. I, I, I guess they're fixed the next morning. I'm not sure. Um, I love uh, Mercedes. Is it the uh, the the 
the nanny, nanny yeah coming down and just watching <laughs> like yeah, i love exactly. the shot of her just wide-eyed staring down at the, uh, the stairs oh my um, god it's crazy yeah but that i mean you know again people thought of this as like a really quiet episode and it's like well that whole fucking fight happened in there it's you a know really good fight scene yeah um which bobby wins uh and at first tony fair says and square. fair and square but you know, even though Carmelo says he's not a vindictive man, he is Livia's son. And he is a vindictive man. I know. Well, that's it's. She's totally lying. It's totally. She's standing uh, by her husband. Yeah, it's you know? delusional. It's completely delusional. <laughs> or maybe she's. She knows she's lying, but she's just like she's gonna take his side no right. matter what. Yeah, I mean, she's like a Trump cabinet member. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. It's like it's like Kellyanne Conway over here. Like he's not a. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like you, <laughs> you, you, you beat you beat him. Right. He's this a poor he's, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah, like right. really Carmela's stance. It basically is, yeah. Because at this point, like, we we left her in Kaisha and she's fully just sold her soul by ignoring the Adriana things. She got her spec house and that was enough. And oh, big time. So she's never going to really turn her back at this point. No, she's going to hell. Yeah. And she's down. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. He, that was a, a alternative facts. It was an alternative fight. <laughs> it's going to an alternative heaven. Right. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> But uh, f- for the remainder of the episode, basically, I mean, we have that debate between Carmela and Janice where um, Janice is saying she's more like her dad and implying that Tony's a lot more like Livia, which Carmela denies, but mm-hmm. is totally true. I mean, I think like Janice brings up the Richie murder in her own words and kind of like spins it in a way that doesn't sound so bad, like he just got up and left. But like, if you really <laughs> think about if... Refers to him as a boyfriend. It's right, just like, I know. Ugh. And Carmela knows, too, the whole time. And she does a really good job of acting like she has no idea what she's talking about, which I love. Um, which shows that she doesn't really trust Janice. Right. Yeah. That's That, too. But um, but Janice is basically saying, I'm a little bit more like my dad, which I think is true. Because, like, I think if Johnny Boy got punched in the face, he would pull the gun out and shoot the person through their hair or just shoot the person dead. Yeah. Um, if Livia got punched in the face by her boyfriend or fiance, like, how do you think she would react to that? She would react with anger because, like, she is like a she's she's um she's more like Tony in that she's like kind of a self hater. She like takes she she would feel like so many different emotions. Right, John Boy is like like no no offense to Janice, but John Boy is like not as smart as Olivia. Right, as Livia rather. Um, back to my season two tricks, like Olivia <laughs> by accident. Um. Yeah, he's 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 not quite as smart. He's just like, yeah, you mess with me, I'll shoot you. Like that's it. You right. know what I mean? But Livia is like, it's this web of emotion and like self-loathing and like you hate everything. Like you just like can't can't stand being in your own skin and right. like it's so it's not just like what it's 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 not anger that just goes in one direction like by shooting someone. It's right. like it's so much more complicated than that with Livia. That's definitely Tony. Yeah, totally. Um, I think. Like, Livia wouldn't have shot Richie. I think she would have done what Tony did and was like, all right, hit me in the face, fair and square. And then... Or tried to get someone else to shoot Richie. Yeah, or that, or or just find some way to just break his soul, which is essentially <laughs> yeah. what Tony does to Bobby, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the next day with these Frenchmen. Uh, and they're... Uh, Not wrong. They're, they're, they're... I forget what the medicine is exactly. It's like... Uh, Oh, it's, it's um, something or expired. It, uh, it's 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 uh it's for osteoporosis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The ladies, <laughs> it's for it's like the ladies osteoporosis or something like a, that. Some some uh, medication that Sally Field endorses, I think. Okay, great. Actually, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that like as they're having this conversation and as Tony and Bobby are meeting with those French guys, you know, we kind of get our answer that Tony is a vindictive man, mm-hmm. and of the two, he definitely is 
Livia more than Janice is. Oh, for sure. Although Janice is too, because she talks earlier to Carmela about like how Livia loved them when they were babies, but as soon as they grew up and like could talk back, she started to kind of hate them. Uh, yeah. I, I forget the exact words, but it's something like that. And yeah. then Janice like freaking out at Nico for being in the water is like a really uncomfortable watch. That's really and, weird. Yeah, it's just it's it, I mean it's Livia totally through and through. And but just, also re- remember that does come after Carmela telling that crazy story. Oh, that's true too. And Car- actually, and Carmela standing there like, "What do you mean?" You know, oh, yeah, and true, so true. so Carmela's doing a little bit of Livia there also. You yeah, know what maybe I mean? So. Always yeah. the babies at the windows. You know, <laughs> um, that's a good point. Um, but the killing of the the drummer is, I mean, that is like Livia's spirit brought back to life in Tony for sure, and um, a really kind of heartbreaking moment in a way. As that's much as you're watching someone murder someone and you shouldn't be, um, it's tough to watch for the violence and for what it does to Bobby. Well, also the, like this poor guy, he's just doing his laundry. I know. And also like he's Canadian. How bad could he be? Yeah. yeah. And I guess there's no like trial when it comes to uh, a mafia hit, but like yeah, what they does this guy no, really do? You they know, have no idea who this is. Yeah. You it's, know, it's crazy. Um, I like the scene though. I like that. There's kind of like a drummer's soundtrack to it with his shoes in the wa- in the laundry. Like it kind of has like a beat to it. Okay. Okay. And like adds a little bit of tension there. We'll reach, but I'll go. Okay. I'll, I'll bite. Uh, <laughs> um, well, one of the other things I was going to say, uh, for this one is like, you're talking so much about fathers and sons. The whole conflict with this drummer is that he's the guy's sister's, uh, ex, right? her and her it's like her baby daddy or something so they're actually like basically ruining some kid's life by like murdering his dad yeah so that's my slam dunk for the day i'll see you guys (laughs) in seven months (laughs) you're gonna get some like cheers like uh, uh, big crowd cheers when we make good points Um, yeah, the whole thing is just really sad. Uh, although shot really well and interesting and uh, awesome. Yeah. Um, cool apartment complex. Which he said was in Greenpoint somewhere. So we'll have to go find this exact uh, laundry room, wherever it is. Do you think th- that if we go into the laundry room, there's still like a sneaker and a yeah. bullet bouncing around? Some say around you can there. still hear it. <laughs> Some say yeah. you can... uh, there was all kinds of hubbub at the time about like how much DNA he left behind and the bullet and like this is going to be part of the end game. Bobby was going to get caught and you know it was all going to go to shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the show doesn't care about that kind of stuff. And so Bobby nope. does by legally get away with it but he is never the same person again um we'll definitely watch him get a lot more hardened as the series goes on there's and then die and then die yeah um of natural causes at an old age they do a big time jump and <laughs> Nat- one up natural mafia causes yeah. <laughs> um and i mean what do you make of the ending he comes back he uh i mean actually you know, actually before we get to the ending there was one there's one scene that has always made me feel a little bit funny which is where like the, the tony's driving uh bobby to the thing bobby's mm-hmm. afraid that he's basically gonna off him yeah you know what i mean and this is this is a sort of a trope that they play on it's like i i feel like it's a sopranos self-inflicted trope with like the person in the car they don't know where they're going yeah you know so like chris riding on one ass cheek right where when he when he right. was supposed to be made. <laughs> yep. And then uh, Adriana, you know, what what have you. You know, Bobby's clearly very, very nervous that yeah. Tony's just going to f- 
murder him like right now. Yeah. You know, there was, I mean, the, the first time I watched this, there was definitely some real tension about it. I can't know? remember the first time I watched it. Yeah. It's just been, it's been too many times. It's really sad. Yeah. I watched it earlier today for the first time and I was like, oh shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't Again, like it's hard to go back into that mindset now, especially with like in a post game of Thrones world, I guess, basically where right. you have the show where like literally main characters die in the first season. But at the time, like it just really did seem that, anyone on the show could get killed and it really was kind of just uh, I remember just being like well they could really do it actually they could totally do yeah, it why not just he could just kill Bobby right here Janice and Carmela both know they're both terrified when they leave and try to keep get them to stay right and then so excited that they both come back right 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 um, so yeah for me the tension was really palpable the first time for sure yeah totally and then like it, this Tony like waving to these water skiers like that's the weirdest like how does that even he's like he honks to the person on water skis when they're dri- like when he's driving and then he's like waving and he's got this jacked up smile mm. because he's got the shit beat out of him the night before yeah it's so weird. Yeah. Like anyway, but then, you know, they get back and, and what have you. Um, the end is really interesting because Bobby and Janice kind of try to go back to their life where, you know, Bobby's holding Nika and, you know, he's looking at the lake and all that stuff. And, you know, it's the magic moment and mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but he's not the same that, that like, he's looking at that lake, which hasn't changed, but like everything for him has changed. He just, he's right. like, he's like, a murderous dude now right and then they hang out with this other couple and the other kid and they're having like a tea party or yeah. whatever <laughs> and this is clearly not a mafia family no i know yeah and what must they think there's like a shattered window and bobby's all beat up and, yeah exactly yeah I, I, yeah I don't know it's crazy yeah it's a really sad moment for sure because yeah. bobby just wants to come home and just hug his daughter and just like have just some moment of you know just being able to forget it and yep. obviously there's, there's real unconditional love there from his kid to him and sure yeah. and he's a better parent than at least tony is in the sense that i think he like i mean tony loves his kids but he's got that livia streak where yeah he'll manipulate them if he has to and take anger out on them in, totally. in a different way totally also yeah. aj is just like a disappointment to him right yeah i don't know every like when i watch that scene it's like I, th- I think we've all been in a situation where maybe we were like anxious about something at work or you've had an argument with your, your girlfriend or boyfriend or something. And like you go to a party where everyone's just like super happy and not, and they're stress-free, but like oh, there's yeah. something in the back of your mind. Totally. And I just can't imagine the nightmare of that being like a murder, <laughs> you know, like oh, it's totally terrifying to me. Awful. Um, and just the way it's shot, it's supposed to be this beautiful, happy moment, but you know, it's not it's totally it's just, tarnished. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. So, the um, end. I don't think I can watch the show anymore. <laughs> <It's> too sad. <laughs> the you seen this? Taking too yeah. far. Uh, all right. I guess quickly we should talk about the uh, "You Never Hear It When It Happens" scene because that's going to come up oh, quite yeah. a bit. Gloss um, right over that one in the boat. Yeah. yeah. All right. We talked about it. Good enough. Um, it's a really important scene, be- and and at face value, it's like it's 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 on it's on theme for for what we know is happening this season and the question is the jail or the can right or is it there's a death of the can right right um but uh it, it it's it's a bigger deal than i think anyone could have known in the in this moment you mm-hmm. know as as it unfolds it's kind of uh it's a big deal like yeah, <laughs> I <was saying>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. um 
Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's interesting. I, I don't. I, it's we, foreshadowing for sure. It is. Yeah. I mean, we'll obviously talk about it when we get there. But I, I don't think I've been too shy about the fact that I'm. I'm not exactly in a like Tony definitely died in the final scene camp. Yeah, you're a you're a we're not supposed to know guy. Yeah, and that's that's the that's the life you chose. Right. Um. I I do think that it's maybe I don't know maybe I'm like reaching because I there's something I want to believe and then there's the actuality of it or something, but. To me, like, it's kind of just about, um, you know, like, a lot of these guys, like, we talked in the last episode about how Christopher's story is kind of over in Kaisha when he's just kind of realized that his whole life was for nothing, like, right. and he kind of didn't even realize it had passed him by by the time it, he real by the time it, like, really, you know. He didn't even hear it when it came. Yeah. And I guess that's sort of my feeling about it. Like, it's almost like more metaphor than it is actuality. It's not like supposed mm-hmm. to be like, here's a clue. Tony is not going to hear it when he gets shot in the very end. You yes, know, exactly. A lot of the time, it's just that by the time you realize something about yourself or by the time your fate has been sealed, it's maybe a little too late, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I think about like Butchie in the final episode walking. He starts in Little Italy on the phone with Phil and walks across the street and by the time he gets off the phone, he looks around and realizes he's in Chinatown now. And like the, the literally the ground beneath him has changed and he didn't even really realize it. Yep. And I think that it's, you know, maybe not supposed to be like such a direct clue to the ending as much as it's supposed to be kind of like that sort of is our reality is that like if we really accepted that truth, like we're not even going to know when it's going to happen. Like you might change the way you live day to day. Totally. Um, but then again, or it could mean that Tony gets shot in the head at the end. <laughs> you well, know, I, I, think, I, I don't know. I, I like I like where you've gone with it a little bit, where it's like, you know, I think that one thing, you know, I bet you don't even hear it when it comes. You don't really know when you're dying. Right. You know, I think that that's, that's kind of a different way to say it. And I think that's kind of a little bit what they, what they surmise here is that like, you know, Tony doesn't seem to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. He's or he's able to dissociate it effectively enough that he's like kind of like off his rocker mm-hmm. to be continuing in the way that he is. He has been for a number of years, but at this point it's even weird to him when people around him are fairly candid about the actual situation that they're in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. he doesn't want to be open about, you know, the the beehive hairdo and he doesn't want to be, you know, the 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 the, the, the jail thing. It's like he doesn't feel like he belongs there. He's so mad that he's there. Right. You know, and and also I love in the jail scene how they really rub it in with the out of focus guy in the background Take taking a shit. A shit. <laughs> like, whoa, daddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, but, but, you know, you don't know when you're dead. And that's, that's something that happens like not just in the, in the physical moment that people die in the show because we, you know, we see it when, when the hairdo gets it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, even when uh, when Tony Uncle Al uh, gets shot, mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't know that he's already dead when he calls Tony and he says, hey, I need help. Right. You know what I mean? He, like, we don't know when we've sealed our fate. Yeah. Um, but It's a huge bummer. Right. It sucks. <laughs> but we do know it happens. Like, e- even in that moment, even in the boat, Tony says, like, 80% of the time you end up in jail and the other 20, 20% of the time you end up dead, but mm-hmm. actually it's a hundred percent of the time you end up dead. <laughs> you know, you just wow. maybe don't know when you just cracked the case. So, so, yeah. so Tony Soprano does die. I think he does. He will <laughs> eventually. die eventually. <laughs> yeah. Whether it's as we all will. Right. Well, speak for yourself. Um, which I think is just we're immortalized the, in podcast. Right. That's yeah. I mean, we'll, yeah, we're going for eternity here yeah. with this podcast. Good. Thank you. Um, which I think is just, uh, 
it's easy to be in denial about it. I mean, we all want to be, of course, but mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, I'm trying like not to say too much because I want to talk about it in the, in the final episode, but I think that's mm-hmm. kind of like an important part of that conversation as well is that totally like Carmela brings, I mean, not Carmela, uh, Melfi brings it up in an earlier episode when uh, I think it's when AJ is having his existential crisis early on and she's just saying Which that one? <laughs> the, the initial one with the yeah. God is dead thing. Right, 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 right. Um, I, think she, I think it's around them then when she brings up that like, yeah, we all have to realize at one point that like no matter what choices we make, like it all leads down one path eventually. Yeah. Um, and that's just like a weird, bizarre truth we have to live with. But if you like well, really it, thought of it as like, yeah, this could happen at any moment, you might... Change, you might actually then change your life and stop talking about changing your life. You totally would, but like that also flies in the face of being human because we know mm-hmm. that we're alive and we know that we can live for a while. Right. And so like you do things that like are meaningful in the long run. You right, know what right, I mean? Yeah. Um and so I mean the other thing that I was gonna say is that the uh fuck, what was I gonna say? Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um I mean the other thing that I was gonna say was that like the whole idea of of dissociating that we've been talking about that Tony is able to do and where it's like everybody's just kind of like come on you really like can just ignore the fact that all of this is around you all the time Mm -hmm. and that you know there's a giant piano hanging over your head or whatever as Carmela says like it's actually something that we all have to do in order to enjoy our lives oh yeah totally because we're all gonna die but like uh, whatever you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) right yeah yeah and Um, most of us choose not to be Tony Soprano, you know, that's right. the thing. It's, right. But like he, but, but uh, all I'm saying is that it's like the same muscle that we have to use to basically just be like, you know, yeah. Okay. That's, that'll, that'll, I guess that'll happen. But like, right. yeah, I'm going to choose not to think about that. Like ever, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. And that's something that he's able to do in his day to day life. Right. You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. So, or tries to, you know, like again, yeah. like he tries to sit out there and enjoy just the lake and the water and the, this the t- wind. Tiny and, little beer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think actually those beers are regular size, but everyone in the show is gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> That's my theory about Same the show. Same with the picnic table. Yeah. Um, all right. So anyway, uh, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. The yeah. only other thing is that we see Phil for a minute. We get introduced to Doc, who's been filling in as a underboss while he's or as boss while he's been gone. So he's an important guy for oh, another. He's such a he's such a such a piece of work. Yeah. That, that's the only way to describe this guy. He's a piece of work. Yeah. Uh, Young <laughs> and tall and tan <laughs> and lovely. He says this to Phil, who's in the closet. Yeah. That's really got to rub him the wrong way. I mean, you notice that when they're talking about like riding the like getting Phil on a bicycle or something, you know like staring at all the ladies he kind of pauses and he's like i don't need a fucking bicycle (laughs) i had major coronary surgery it's like well also you know maybe like a different kind of beach phil yeah not that there's anything wrong with that but it's just like we know what we know you know (laughs) uh maybe my favorite line in the episode is what i shit yeah you're my favorite turd which happens in that scene the dumbest joke i've Uh, ever heard (laughs) and he says it like twice he says what i shit yeah the conversation changes and then i think he says it again (laughs) just to get it in there and that's jerry the hairdo by the way who was around last season but but just they're they're characters that that will be important for another like fifty five minutes in Showtime. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Just, and I mean Jerry the hairdo's death is a big deal. Yeah, that again we'll have to you know touch yeah, on a little bit. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, aside from that, Christopher for like ten seconds in a nice little cameo. No Polly, I don't think. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. It's a great first look at Christopher. He's like he's like Tony. I, I, I gotta <laughs> say happy birthday. He just hangs up on him because I remember when we saw this when when I. Now I remember when I first saw this episode, we probably watched it together. Probably, yeah. But basically, like, we, 
like when you see Christopher, it's like so exciting. Everyone's like, yeah. And then he hangs up yeah. on him like, <laughs> like right, away. right away. It's great timing. <laughs> it's really, really funny. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. So we're going to be on the ball. We're going to ride the shit till the wheels fall off because we don't know when we're going to die. So we might as right. well finish this pod. Yeah. It could be any minute now. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Hopefully it's not right after this one ends. Yeah. Because <laughs> we got a lot to say, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, but, uh, well, I'm really, I'm happy to be back. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. This is a... Uh, final stretch here and we need more shit to get away from our wives <laughs> yeah, that's what exactly. it is we got we got we got a pod please yeah, in this little man cave we have going here <laughs> uh and robert eiler we're open to any time oh let's... early mornings are best 5 a.m <laughs> probably but um, early riser yeah we no, like to just go kidding. ball walking yeah <laughs> yeah we'll do a little power walk in our like velour jumpsuits through the neighborhood and we'll record a podcast <laughs> with robert eiler uh would be great so we would literally go anywhere we'd walk to antarctica to do a freaking <laughs> Um, yeah so that wraps it up for this week uh we'll be back to talk about stage five johnny sack oh buddy you know final curtain call for johnny sack one of our faves for sure can i bum a cigarette (laughs) (laughs) jesus uh and uh and yeah so thanks for listening as always or not whatever um keep following us on twitter and uh keep leaving us five star reviews but with really mean content in the (laughs) in the body of the review and 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 let's let's gang up on bill simmons let's let's have let's have a get together you know let's get him on this we'll skype in or something podcast like every day me too yeah <laughs> and but like when but the morning that he put out the podcast where he was talking about doing a recap of all of the episodes i got like 16 text messages and they were like yo <laughs> people were mad at me that he said something and i don't know what that was about you gotta defend yourself yeah and then brendan yeah it's like shots fired yeah. like bill simmons it's like this is my podcast this yeah. is my home yeah and then Brendan texts me and he's like, we got to record. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. We've so, let it go too long. Writing's um, on the wall. We've let it go for seven days. Uh, all right. Until next time, this is No Fucking ZD. All right. We love you. <laughs> Bye. Sweeter than wine. Softer than the summer night. Everything I want, I have. Whenever I hold you tight. This magic moment. While your lips are close to mine, will last forever.